up, Cougar Nation? This is Tyler Batty. Tyler Batty again. Tyler Batty comes in the game and right off the edge, just a three-man rush. Welcome on into the Cougar Tracks podcast. I am your BYU insider, Mitch Harper for KSLSports.com. It's your favorite Cougar Tracks episode of the week, the edition with BYU football captain and star defensive end Tyler Batty. The 2023 season has come to a close. We will look back at the Oklahoma State game and also discuss what's maybe on Tyler's mind for next season, potentially. Is it the pros? Is it BYU? So a lot to unpack here on the show. And Tyler, good to see you again, man. It was an emotional scene at, in Stillwater a week ago, so good to see you in, in, in this kind of setting because those were tough times in, in Stillwater. Yeah, yeah, they were. But, uh, yeah, happy to be here, man, per usual. And, uh, yeah, excited to talk about, you know, the, honestly, on the unfortunate events there in Stillwater, you know, uh, I, was, I was definitely bummed by that. But, um, yeah, man, happy to be back. On an upbeat note, though, six tackles, one sack, one and a half tackles for loss. But, and oh, by the way, a 36-yard reception <laughs> on a fake punt. That, that, had, that had to be kind of fun to, to you know, be a, be a receiver. Yeah, no, that was that was that was an awesome play. We've been uh, we've been trying to get that uh, out of the bag for a while now, and and you know, um, just trying to you know sometimes you know when you go to run a play, the look's not there, especially on a punt team like that. And so finally, you know, we called it the right time. The look was there, and uh, and away we went. So it was a lot of fun. I was doing some research coming into this because I was thinking to myself, when was the last time he had a reception? in a game you haven't had one at BYU until that moment I went back in the high school archives <laughs> I found September 23rd 2016 you had one catch for 12 yards against Ogden High does that sound about right that sounds about right yeah so I I, I went into the archives it, <laughs> were you did you were you a receiver a tight end much in high school I did yeah yeah only really my uh only really my senior year okay the the two years previous my sophomore and junior again all off season played tight end and d end and then we'd get around to the season we'd have one or two linemen go down and then it was right back to right tackle for me so <laughs> it was it was pretty fun in the press box in Boone Pickens Stadium I think Oklahoma State media were like they're done pokes are done not going to go to the Big 12 title. They, they blew it. Like there's kind of like a vocal press group, and and I thought to myself, oh man, like BYU's going to do this. You guys were riding high. What what kind of changed from your vantage point, Tyler? As we kind of put a bow on that game, it, what kind of went sideways for the team you felt in that in that second half, particularly on the defense? You know, I think it's the same thing that we struggled with all all season. Um, you know, the first half we had the quarterback on his heels. We had him kind of running for his life, scared. Um, their run game really wasn't going anywhere. Um, they had a couple good, you know, decent runs, but they weren't they weren't really able to move the ball. We were getting off the field, um, holding them to field goals when they were in the red zone. Uh, the second half they came out, and their quarterback started throwing accurately and on time and in windows, and all of a sudden they're moving the ball down the field. Um, and so – you know, when, when they're running three-step and, and uh, you know, a lot of RPO game like that, um, it was tricky. And, and I think that's how they kind of opened the game back up for themselves. BYU falls, and, and you guys close out the season on a five-game losing streak. And I know that that probably does not sit well with you. That, that was a tough loss because the range of emotions, you guys were in the highs of highs in the first half, and then... Second half, there were struggles, but you, you you fought back. You see me, Moala gets a paw up there and blocks the extra point, and then Jake and the offense moved downfield to get this thing to OT. 
that was an emotional scene, you know, near the locker room. Just can you describe what uh, the emotions were in, in that post-game locker room out at uh, Boone Pickens Stadium? Uh, it was, it was, it was honestly, it was a wide range. Um, you know, guys were, guys were devastated, uh, frustrated, sad. Um, you know, for a lot of guys, you know, that's the last game that we would play, you know, um, in our college career. And so, uh, you know, a lot of guys, that's just not the way they wanted to go out. And so it's, you know, really frustrating, especially when we felt like, you know, we, we had control of the game, it slipped away, but like you said, we kind of managed to stay in it and have an opportunity to win it. And, uh, and so I, you know, I think that was, I think that was the, probably the, the toughest loss of the season. Um, just because, you know, we felt like that game and the game before, you know, we deserved to, to win really. And, and for that to be the outcome was just, you know, it was really, really kind of gut wrenching. A lot has transpired since last Saturday. And, you know, I, I know that it probably feels strange to not be going through bowl prep and looking at what bowl you guys are going to go to and, uh, you know, ends the season on five and seven. But, you know, I do want to touch on a few things that have happened since. There there was a coaching staff shakeup and the Big 12 honors were dished out. Congrats to you. Second team, all Big 12. That had to kind of feel good to get recognized by the Big 12 coaches. Yeah, no, it definitely did. It definitely did. Um, yeah, and super, super, super grateful for, for them and for, yeah, getting that award. That was really cool. It's got to be kind of fun, though, to know that you can, you know, be – I know it's not about, I know it's awkward to talk about personal accolades because it's all about the team. And yeah. I, I get that that's your mindset as a captain. It's one of the reasons you're one of the leaders of the program, but it's got to be kind of rewarding a little bit to actually be in a conference and seasons in say, Hey, yeah, you're, you're one of the, you know, four, six, you know, whatever number best defensive ends in, in this conference, which is a really good conference. Yeah, no, it really is. And it's cool. Cause again, we'd never, before an independence, we didn't have that. Yeah. We did not, you know, it wasn't like, you know, there was the all independent team, but that's just, you know, that's just different and kind of, you know, hard, yeah. yeah, you know, so it's, it's really, it's really cool to be in a conference and to be able to be eligible for that, those type of awards. How we'll get to your kind of thought process. I'm very curious to, you know, get your thoughts on where your head's at for 2024 and, and beyond what's next for you. But there was a, a coaching staff shakeup on the offensive side. Coach Clark's gone. Coach Funk, offensive line coach, he's gone. How's how's the team just doing? Like you know, I, uh, you know, just how how is the the vibe of, of those teammates? And was did it kind of blindside guys? Like what's just kind of the feeling around the team right now? You know, I think I think everyone anticipated some changes. Um, you know, after the, after the season, and it's, uh, you know, we just we have a brand new defensive staff, and so everyone kind of expected, you know, some things to change offensively, um, and. Uh, you know, it's it's always it's always tough. You know what I mean when change when change happens, right? Especially when you know you have a coach. You know, both both Coach Clark and Coach Funk are great guys. Yeah. Um. You know, I've really enjoyed my time with both of them, and so it's that. It's really a bittersweet moment because it's like, oh man, like, you know, they're they're being let go sure. of or they're moving on, etc. But at the same time, you know, it's like, you know, change is good and, you know, maybe a breath of fresh air, you know, bringing some new energy in and, you know, bringing some new coaches in. And so, um, and I think overall, you know, the guys on the team are, you know, just, you know, it's just kind of that it is what it is, yeah. you know, type of situation and just grateful for the time 
that they had with those coaches while they were here. And, and, you know, they're looking forward to, you know, the next, the next coaches and, and the experiences they'll share with them. So let's discuss what's next for you, Tyler, 2024, you know, we talked a couple of weeks ago heading into senior day that you were kind of looking at this being your last home game, that, that Oklahoma game. And, you noted at Stillwater when you were asked moments after the game concluded against uh, the Cowboys that uh, you know you know you're keeping your options open. Uh, what's kind of the thought process after a few days to kind of think about how the season played out? What's the next move for you in your football career? It's a great question. And uh, for those listening, Mitch has been waiting a long time to ask this question, uh, and I finally decided, you know, that I'd give him the give him the answer. And and you know, for me personally, Mitch, um, it has been a process in deciding. You know, it wasn't something that I knew even a week ago. You know what I mean? It's been it's just been uh, been a lot of deliberation, a lot of talking with the wife. You know, um, just trying to figure out what we want to do, um, and uh, you know. We feel like we have unfinished business, so we're coming back. Wow. You're coming back. We're back. Yes, sir. Wow. What changed? So you're coming back, taking advantage of the COVID year. 2024, you're coming back to BYU. Yeah. Yes, sir. What changed? Um, shoot, man, a, lo- a lot of stuff. You know, I think I think at the end of the day, um, you know, I love BYU. I love this team. I love our coaching staff. And... Honestly, I think, you know, for me personally as well, it's the best option. You know, um, there's definitely, you know, there was definitely an opportunity to go to the NFL this year um, and, you know, had to have, again, a great a great opportunity there to, to play and, you know, try to advance my football career through the NFL. Um, there was a lot of promise there, but, uh, you know, I felt like coming back, playing another year, um, you know, and just improving my draft stock, improving myself as a player, and just, just you know, finishing my eligibility eligibility out. You know, I thought I've been here four years. You know, that's enough. And and the more I thought about it, I was like, what the heck? You know, you only you only get this opportunity once. You only get this opportunity sure. once. Why not? You know, use it all up. You know, don't 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 have any regrets. Don't leave anything behind. When you leave, you know that you've spent everything, and there's there's nothing left to have and nothing left to give. And so, um, for me, at the end of the day, that was it. Is just you know coming back and and being able to make a difference on this team, and and uh, you know hoping to to lead you know our squad this coming year to a few more victories. You know what I mean? And the opportunity to again go compete for a conference championship and. Um, you know, instead of second team, maybe we can get on that first team list yeah. for me personally. You know, there's, so there's there's definitely a lot to come back for. But, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, just felt like um, we had unfinished business here and, and and so excited to be back. Wow. that That is big news for BYU, for you, for your for your wife. So wife Elena, she's on board then. I, I, I asked that not I, – I imagine she is. But, I mean, that's that's a big deal, you know, to have a spouse that's supportive of, of that decision. Yeah, she is. Um and I'm, I'm super grateful for her. Uh, she's about the best wife I could ask for and just, uh, you know, the best friend and best supporter. Um, for the fans that go to the games, they know that she's at every single game, home yep. or away. She is. Um, she is. She has done a lot. Uh, and, you know, we've sacrificed a bit so that she can do that because she wants to. And, and it means that much to her and to us. And so, um, 
she's the best supporter. And, you know, as we talked it over, uh, you know, initially she wasn't too fond of the idea. And honestly, neither was I, you know. Um, normally when you set your sights on something, you know, such as the NFL and leaving and moving on, you know, having to kind of reconsider that, you know, okay, well, what if we do come back? You know, what does that look like? And do we like that? Do we not like that? And and so it's it's definitely a difficult decision. And and so, you know, I'm really grateful for her that she was just like, hey, we, we got to do what we have to do. And, um, you know, if we feel like we need to come back and and finish business, then let's do it. And she was she was all on board when we had that conversation. She was just like, all right but you better work your butt off. You know what I mean? Like she, and I, I, I freaking love that about her. She, uh, she pushes, she pushes me to be my best. And so she's all on board, but she's like, Hey, if we're coming back, you're making it worth it. And I was like, all right, done deal. Wow. That is uh pretty impressive. What was the reaction from Jay Hill, Kalani? Just take us through that moment when you inform them of, of your thoughts. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was, it was, it was really cool. Um, it was a cool moment. I, uh, I had him on the ropes uh, a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I went and I told uh, I told uh, K-pop, you know, that that I was coming back, and and he's like, you know, he was super happy, and you know, we chatted for a second. He's like, all right, wait. He's like, you got to you got to mess with him a little bit, and so uh, <laughs> and so. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so we uh, we walk into uh, you know the defensive staff room, and everyone's in there, and you know, I kind of start. Well, you know, last four years have been good, and. You know, kind of prepping him as if I'm leaving. And then, and then I just, you know, let him on for a couple of minutes. And I was like, so I just wanted to tell you guys that, that I'm coming back. <laughs> and so it was, it was a fun moment. And then, you know, they were, they were happy about it. And, you know, like I said, I don't think I could ask for better coaches. I really, I really love those guys. And, uh, and I'm excited to spend another season with them. And I, I, so many thoughts going through my mind here about this because, I mean, in the, the timing works out great for BYU, uh, for for you to now just focus knowing, okay, all December it's it's we're getting ready for winter conditioning, yeah. And then for BYU with the transfer portal opening up Monday, they don't have to worry about trying to find a, a an ace edge rusher because they've got it now. They just acquired uh, an all Big Twelve performer. I, I gotta ask, and you don't have to disclose terms or or whatever, but like. NIL is is in part of the play. I I would imagine when you say taking care of business, does that factor into the equation here, or was that much of a, a thought for you? Or was it just about the the love of BYU? Kind of take us through that. No, totally. It definitely, you know, it definitely is, and uh, and I think anyone can understand that because you're a married man and you, you got priorities too on that front. Exactly, you know, and th- and that's 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 the thing at the end of the day, right? Is um. I do. Right. And so there's, there's an opportunity to go make some money, you know, in the NFL. And, um, and so, you know, Kalani has been awesome about taking care of the team. Right. And not, and not just, and not just the guys, like, you know, the guys that are on the field, but, um, you know, he's, he's really invested in the team as a whole and just making the experience at BYU awesome from a walk on to a starting guy on scholarship. Right. Um, everyone's getting, support and help and you know they're getting some of that nil money and so um for me that's you know there's definitely you know a factor there of you know well if i can come back to college excuse me if i can come back to college and make a little bit more uh and you know again improve on my draft stock and just play another year of college football why not 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it, it definitely, it definitely factored in. Right. Um, you know, I think before NIL guys were running to the NFL, right? Because sure. it's like, man, like I'm broke as can be. <laughs> I yep. need that paycheck. Um, and it's not like I'm, you know, rolling in the dough whatsoever, but you know, we're a lot more comfortable than when it was just the scholarship check. Right. And, and so it's, it's drastically changed college football and, and yeah, no, in my situation, it definitely played a role. Well, and that's great too, because you deserve it. And two, I mean, the NFL, I think you could make it to the NFL, but that's just never a guarantee And one rolled ankle and you could be cut like this. Right. Whereas BYU, you're going to have a full season to deliver and prove is be a key piece to this team. Yeah. You know, and, and that's really what it comes down to, you know, um, this year, you know, I wasn't, you know, projected as high as I would have liked yeah. to have been. And so, you know, that was a big reason, you know, it's not, again, it's not that I couldn't have made it in the sure. NFL. Right. But it's like, you know, I have another year to improve on that. And, you know, if, if I come back this year and I'm in the same situation a year from now, well, no biggie, you know what I mean? But, you know, if I've bumped a round or two or three, you know, that's, that's, you know, for me, that's really, that's really huge. Did you get NFL feedback already or kind of put the, I forget the term, but the kind of the evaluation where you kind of get a range of the, the, the draft grade. Did you get yeah. that? Yeah, I did. So, um, it was late round to undrafted free agent mm. is where I was sitting. So, um, you know, I think with, with a little bit of luck and, you know, a good pro day, I definitely think I would have been in that draftable, you know, sixth, seventh conversation. Um, if, you know, worst case scenario, priority undrafted free agent, yep. be getting signed right once the draft ended and, you know, maybe bounce around a couple teams, practice squad, you know, whatever, whatever it would have been. But, um, and, you know, maybe the same, like I said, maybe the same thing next year, but, you know, hoping to come back and improve on that and, you know, make myself, you know, a solidified draft pick. Well, and I think also, too, the unknowns of maybe the pro day. I mean, because it used to be you got the combine, but then BYU has its huge event that's at BYU, yeah. and you're going to get as many reps as you need to in front of the scouts. There's kind of this unknown, and I'm curious to get your thoughts about Big 12 Pro Day, which is going to be a cool event for the league, but you just kind of don't know, like, how much actual time are you going to get to really test in front of those scouts? I think that's kind of be, maybe a conversation for, for guys like yourself where – like how much actual you know time will I get in front of these scouts at, at that setting? Yeah, and 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 honestly, yeah, that's that's the truth. Um, you know, I've talked with you know a couple other players and some agents, and they kind of raise the same concerns as you know you're going down. It's it's a new environment, right? You really don't know what's you know what it's gonna be. Yeah. You're on a on a surface that you haven't really played on before. You're throwing or drilling with guys that you haven't drilled with before. So there's a lot of unknowns, you know, there versus, yeah, doing a pro day at your own school um, where you can drill, again, with the receivers you want. You've thrown with them. You know how, you know, especially at, like, the quarterback position, you know, or as a receiver, you know, you don't know how the quarterback throws and a lot of, a lot of unknowns. So I'm really curious to see how that pro day goes as well. I bet it'll be you know, really well run, sure. uh, you know, the big 12, any of the big 12 events I've been to put on by the big 12 have been great. Um, and so I bet it'll be a great event, but there are a lot of unknowns for the players. Yeah. And it'll be a, a chance to kind of, you know, sit back and kind of see how it looks this year. And then in 2025, take a crack at it down in, in Frisco. Well, I mean, this is pretty significant news. I mean, I, I instantly think about next year's team and, 
mean, you know me, Tyler. I mean, I'm, I'm a degenerate. I've already got my kind of depth chart and, and rosters. I had you, I'll admit, I had you, I had these like color coded systems where I, for the, the COVID junior guys, I have 50, 50 yellow green. I feel very confident they're coming back red. I don't feel very confident. I did put you at yellow coming out of Stillwater. A couple of weeks ago, I thought, okay, he's red. But then I, I moved you up to yellow stats. Now you're full-blown green. You're, you're, in, you're in the go. <laughs> but the defensive end positions, I mean, you come back. Blake Mangelson's coming back. Zay Banya's got a decision. He's got a uh, he's a COVID junior like yourself. But, uh, I mean, what's kind of the, the initial thoughts of what you hope this defense could be become? Because statistically, I think – on, on paper, it, it would look like there was, you know, struggles again. But, I, I mean, I, I feel like there was progress made this year. It be, if you look deep between the, the stats. No, there, there definitely was. You know, it's, it's really tricky to say because we had a lot of half games. You know, we played really well in the first half yeah. or we played really well in the second half. But there were a lot of games that, you know, shoot, we got 30 or 40 hung on us, which we can't, we can't do. Um, and so... You know, I mean, even if you look at the Texas game, you know, we really, we held Texas to really 14 points up until there was nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. You know what I mean? It's like that type of stuff that it's like, shoot, but then they went on to what, score twice again in the in the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, and then it looks like a completely different game. Um, and then, again, for our defensive stats, that doesn't do us, you know, very good for that game overall, but we, we definitely saw flashes of that, and I think... The defense, you know, being at, you know, the defensive staff, second year, Coach Hill, second year, a lot of players, second year in the defense, I think it's going to solidify a lot of things and clean a lot of things up. And so there's a very, a much more consistent performance throughout the season defensively. Um, and I think we have the players for it as well. I think we have a lot of young guys with a lot of potential that are going to step into big roles this year. Who are some of those young guys just to kind of uh, that uh... – I mean, I, I got down Isaiah Moa, Bodie Schoonover, uh, Logan Latui saw some time this year. New Sellison was someone who's kind of banged up from Weber State, but I thought he was pretty good in spring ball. Uh, who are some other guys? Am I missing anyone on that defensive end spot? Uh, defensive end, you know, that's those are the guys we have for now, and and you know, I think uh, I think they're all going to do really well um, this coming season. I really do. I think we're going to have a lot of depth at the defensive end position. Um, and so I'm excited for that. You know, you know, uh, our D tackles, we have we have some younger guys, right? John Nelson, right? He'll be yep. back, but this is his senior year as well. Um, uh, you know, we have Bruce Mitchell. He hasn't seen the field a whole lot. David you know, Latu back. comes back. David Latu will be back as well. And then I think, you know, they're going to have to find some guys sure. um, as well there. You know, linebacker, we have Harrison Taggart, Siale Acera, um, the Kafusi cousins, right? Ace and Micah Kafusi that'll that'll be rotating in there. Ace was really good in Stillwater, I thought. Yeah, he, he did. did. He really played nice really job. well. He did play really well. And so, um, yeah, there's you know, again, you look at our corners. I think our I think our corners across the board, you know, are you know the best corner room maybe we've had. You know, there's a lot of talent, a lot of athleticism. Um, you know, safeties, same thing. You know, we have we have some safeties, Talon Alfrey, uh, you know, Tanner Wall, Micah Harper that'll be back, and then again some some young guys as well. So I you know, I'm I'm really excited for our defense. Yeah, it's gonna be it'll be fun to see kind of this roster come together and, and there's gonna be I would imagine attrition and it'll happen. Guys will go into the portal and I think that I mean, I'm not trying to tell fans how to fan, but I think that <laughs> you never know the full story of no. a portal decision. If guys do go in, you don't know the scope, the dynamics, whether it's 
you know, on field, uh, you know, tough conversation with the coaches, mental health. I, I, there's so many, I, I've, I've learned in the last five years with the portal to not just judge a decision based on solely like, why did he leave? Like it's, there's a lot that goes into it. I've, a lot I've more learned. nuanced. Yeah, than, it really is. Imagine. With your decision to come back, are you kind of telling some of your guys from your recruiting classes and, and you're kind of that, that have that COVID junior uh, year decision to make? Are you saying, hey, let's run it back? Are you kind of giving them the space to kind of make their decision on their own? You know, a little bit of both. Um, a little bit of both. I'm just like, hey, I mean, I've, I've let them all know, you know, that, you know, I am coming back. Be- and because so. I instantly think of Ben Bywater and Caden Hawes and guys yeah. like that. Yeah, I, I, and I have I have let them know, like, hey, you know what, I'm I'm coming back, I'm coming back for real, and and maybe you should think about it too, you know, whatever whatever their other plans were, and so, um, you know, we'll see if anything comes comes of that again. Same thing, like I know guys have a life, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some, you know, they you just got to do what you got to do, right? You know, for, that's right for you and your your life. You know, a lot of guys got families and wives or kids or kids on the way, you know, and so. Uh, you know they've got to do what's best for them, but I I definitely have you know reached out to a couple guys and said <laughs> hey you know let's let's do this thing. Well, it's it's uh gonna be very interesting. I mean th- this is a uh, you know new new kind of uh, it's gonna be a new look league too next year with Utah joining the schedule. Oh, yeah. We'll find out the oh, yeah. the dates of We're opponents. Excited about that. I was gonna say like <laughs> I mean way too early, but just. Your thoughts on even the the new look Big Twelve? You're going to be part of that with Utah joining the conference. Now. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think we're going to have a, a ton of fun. Honestly, it'll be it, it'll be cool to have opponents nearby. Yeah, it it really will be. Just because, again, in my time here at BYU, we've played independent all over the country, which has been awesome. Like, don't get me wrong, it's been awesome. But by far, like the Pac-12 has had a pretty cushy travel arrangement if you think about their conference right everyone's been pretty you know within three or four states of each other you're really not traveling terribly far um and so as we kind of we kind of gain some of those pac-12 schools into the into the big 12 um it'll be nice to have opponents nearby because you know even this year we're traveling you know virginia to texas you know we're all over the place and so um It'll be nice to have some closer opponents. And again, some some opponents that we have some history with. I think that there's some truth to that because uh, just, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not traveling the lap of luxury like you guys. I'm just flying and coach. <laughs> but at the same time, travel when you're going a couple time Ooh, zones or yeah. going one time zone, it can kind of just take its toll a little bit. But to have a quick flight down to Tempe, to Phoenix, right? Uh, you're going to have like a bus ride up to Salt Lake next year. Not too bad. I mean, yeah, so you're going to be all. looking at a situation where you're probably, I'm thinking off the top of my head, as far as time zones go, travel, SMU one time zone, Baylor down to Waco. But, I mean, outside of that, there's there, there's not heavy travel. So it kind of feels a little bit uh, less in that regard. So it should should make for a pretty fun league. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm super excited for it. Well, this is, uh, it, so what's, what's next, Tyler? Like, what's the kind of the the work for you when does winter conditioning start is it like january 9th like what what's kind of the schedule you're looking at here now um it's honestly this is a really weird year uh you know ending up five and seven yeah uh you know sucks um and that also means we don't go bowling so super weird because um normally we're yeah full-blown preparation for a bowl game right now we're going we're practicing we're planning we're figuring stuff out we're getting ready to go play another game and have a few weeks to prepare. This year, there's none of that. So it's really just like, hey, 
uh, what do we do? You know, because yeah. it's just, you know, you're just so used to just kind of that grind. And then the whole, you know, Christmas is normally just a blur. And then, yeah, you're back into winter training all of a sudden. Um, so right now for the next little bit, it's just kind of, you know, heal up, get the bodies back, um, get guys recovered from the season. Uh, you know, we'll have the holidays per usual. And then, yeah, we'll be back, uh, I think, yeah, January 9th, somewhere around yeah. there to start, you know, the winter semester and, and winter winter training off. And so, um Definitely a, a weird, a weird year, especially for me, you know, having been to a bowl game uh, every year that I've been here, um, just a, a very different, you know, little December. It really is. It's just a very different December. I got to ask, did, did that outcome in Stillwater change your views on coming back? Absolutely. Was it, I, I mean, I'll admit I told one of the media members that was there that was on the BYU beat. I just was like, I almost wonder if these some of these guys want to run it back because that was just a gut-wrenching way for you guys to end. Yeah. No, and it really was, and it's just just frustrating, you know, just because it's like, man, like that's not that's not how I want to go out. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not I want that's not how I want to play my last year of college football is and and you know, some guys, you know, not not to offend anyone, some guys don't have a choice, right? Sometimes you're just out you're out of luck. You know, yeah. you're at eligibility. It's not like you can come back for another year. And it's just like, man. Like Eddie Heckard. I, right. My my heart goes out to that guy, Max Tooley. Right. All those like, guys. Ed, I mean, yeah. just talking. I mean, post game. you know, we're just in the locker room and, you know, tears were flowing freely, man. That's that's a tough, that's such a tough situation. And, you know, I love those guys. And I, I wish those guys, you know, I don't, I, Max probably doesn't wish and Eddie probably doesn't wish they have another year, but sure. I wish they did. You know what I mean? For just sure. Just because of that, right? Like, yeah, let's, no one wants to go out like that. Anyway, so I, I freaking, I love those guys and, and they've, um, you know, all of our, all of our seniors that are, that are finishing up their eligibility with this season, you know, they've, they all played their butts off. They all played their hearts out and there's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, but it still at the same time, you know, it sucks to go out that way. Yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, it was just kind of something that was kind of, I almost just felt like that just felt off. Like it just felt like that's not the way you guys want to, want to go out. But yeah, you're right. I mean, some guys, they unfortunately have to, and it's just kind of the, how the, how it falls. And, and that's the challenge in front of you and this BYU football team in 2024 to kind of get things right. And how, how just your early sense have you, inform the the whole team and just let them know of, of where they, what, what your thoughts are. And just the, as we wrap this up, the, 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 the goals you have for 2024. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Um, that's, that's pretty much again. Uh, it's of course, new news, of course, new news. And so, uh, you know, um, but for the most part, yeah, the guys, the guys know, and, and, uh, you know, we've already, We've already started meeting as you know leaders on the team of just like, hey, that's not that's not what we want for another season, and and this is what we're going to do about it. So that that planning and that, um, you know, that desire to and the you know the the beginning of the work has started to you know make sure that you know we're getting better throughout the off season so that we're ready for next next fall. Well, I wasn't expecting this, Tyler. I'll I'll be honest. I, I thought that this was going to be the the last hoorah with uh, Cougar Tracks with Tyler Batty. Hopefully, uh, we do this again next year. Maybe we strike this up next year. I would hope. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, but yeah, this has been uh, a lot of fun once again. I think all Cougar Nation 
appreciates your honesty and, and just willingness to uh, uh, talk about tough conversations because this was an up and down year. But I think that anytime BYU is down, I tell people this all the time. I feel like when BYU's down, they have a triumphant return. It's always a, a, a really a big bounce back, and Absolutely. that's the challenge in front of you guys. And uh, man, looking forward to covering it and seeing how you guys work in in twenty twenty four and beyond. Thanks, Mitch. Well, that's Tyler Batty coming back for one more season. How about that, Cougar Nation? You got to enjoy that. Subscribe to the podcast, Cougar Tracks, here on kslsports.com and all podcasting platforms. We'll talk to you next time here on the Cougar Tracks podcast. It's powered by KSL Sports.